Now presenting. And I'm so sick of people saying that that love is just all a woman is fit for. I'm so sick of it. The Cinema Chicks Podcast. Maybe I'm one of those people that has always wanted to do it, but it's like a pipe dream. Totally by guess. Snap out of it. Starring Hope Johansson. I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. And Madeline Rancourt. Yeah, Call me Ladybird like Christine. you said you would. Hey, I'm Hope. Hey, I'm Madeline. And we are the Cinema Chicks. Hope, since we last talked, the Golden Globes have happened. Um, and also, the Oscar nominations have come out. Yeah. How are we feeling? Conflicted? Conf- I think conflicted might be the right yeah. word. There's some really great highlights, like Stephanie Sue being... Mm-hmm nominated for everything everywhere all at once finally finally. when she's been snubbed from every other yeah award show so i love that for her on the opposite end i feel that diego calva was robbed of a nomination because i think he gave one of the most heart-wrenching performances of the year that would have been really great um i think paul dano was also yeah robbed of an oscar nom because yeah. for as much as michelle williams did for the fablemans her performance would be nothing without the rock of a father figure that paul mm-hmm. was in that movie and also like that poor man has put so much effort into so many insane films and has such a wide yeah catalog of with roles he's playing no recognition. with no recognition and it just makes me a little sad yeah batman got some nominations for like sound and makeup and stuff and i was like wait a minute how did i forget about batman like right like how's that in this award cycle yeah i saw it twice and honestly i'm shocked to see that it's not nominated for more or robert pattinson yeah Um, but i also feel like they weren't campaigning for him no either no they weren't yeah that's true the campaigning was not strong at all for that maybe that I mean, that's just not the intent, I guess. And it also, like, the timing that it came out, it came out, like, last February or March. Um, yeah. But I remember, like, people going crazy, and I thought it was really well done. And, I mean, I think if, like, Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture, then and why not? And, like, Avatar and yeah. Top Gun. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, Top Gun over Batman? Like, I'm kind of surprised. It's really shocking. And I was listening to a a CNN podcast, which makes me sound like such an old person. (laughs) Um, But when I get my news in the morning from my Alexa, it plays like CNN podcasts after like the news flashes. So there was this episode that came out about how movie attendance is sort of shifting back to pre-pandemic trends but there are still a lot of people who are like i want to watch a movie in the comfort of my own home and the only thing that's going to get me to a theater is something that has to be seen on a big screen which i think is you know what avatar and top gun have done fall into and i think you know batman Batman, could be lumped in with that as well but but then one, of, one of the movie critics who was in that episode said that Top Gun was actually really a, a striking emotional journey. And okay. you know what? I didn't 
see it because I I saw the first Top Gun and that was enough for me. I'm happy Lady Gaga got a nom for her stunning Mm -hmm. song. And that's, I don't think I will ever watch it, but apparently it has some merit to it according to some people. However, that person was also a man. I mean, I liked Top Gun. I just think that Batman was better. (laughs) Like cinematography, the directing, the performances, it was just better. Like I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know how it's, to say. It. Like it, it was better. It's so yeah, I it, it's funny. I just I completely forgot about it. So when I was reading the nominations, I was surprised to see Top Gun, but also I was like, oh, you know, like it was good, and like it was a big movie, and whatever. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like again, enough of people being like, well, I didn't see any of these. It's like their best picture. It's not most popular. It's right. Not about that and. Like, it, it's not a popularity contest. It's about the art. And I know I'm sounding silly, but... Um, you, like, I'm sorry. There's no way you can even put Tar and Top Gun... Yeah. And Avatar, for that matter. Yeah. In the same category. It doesn't make sense in my brain. No. I don't like it. It's just the difference of, like... <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it other than, like... Okay, you're dad could make a really well home-cooked meal an amazing mac and cheese but it's not a michelin star cuisine that's like an art form and a craft and like culinary school you know like yeah it tastes good it's well done it's comforting but it's not the art of it exactly okay and that sounds like a little silly but i think that's actually a really great analogy thank you but it i don't know that's just the difference to me it's like i'm not saying it's a bad movie like my dad's mac and cheese is amazing but it's just they're different they're different things like it's just not the same so i didn't even really see much of a top gun campaign i guess all of that tiktok craziness was enough to make people vote for timothy chalamet's endorsement was yeah yeah exactly so i don't know i guess that's that's fine but one thing that i was pretty shocked to see not nominated as the film we're talking about today white noise yeah i mean even at the golden globes it didn't get the recognition that i thought it would um and here at the oscar nominations we're not really getting that either and i have to say that this originally was something that i thought was going to be huge considering it's written and directed by noah bomback and um it's based on a book and it's for netflix and i feel like it's one of those things that you know you always see like like right now i feel like it's like well maybe not even but like when it was shooting like you were getting behind the scenes of greta and adam driver film twitter was going crazy i remember i was so excited and then like I literally heard nobody talk about it. And maybe it's, I also saw this back in September at the New York Film Festival and then it didn't come out to Netflix until December. So like maybe I just missed the hype because I was too early. I don't but think so because I really like, didn't. What? I really didn't hear or see much. No. Either. And I, I feel like even Netflix hasn't been pushing it, you know, as like, like new to watch, you know, when you're, Netflix screen goes right, dull right. for a while and it like recommends titles for you. I feel I feel like I had to really go digging for it to find it on Netflix, yeah. which I do think is a shame because it's it's not a bad movie. No, no, and it's making me like I was just thinking like, oh, is it because it's on Netflix? But Marriage Story was. Yeah, Marriage, and Marriage Story, Story was on Netflix. did 
fabulous and is still talked about and relevant and you know like still in the conversation and i feel right, like it's made, this it's made an impact is already on the outside right and so. i don't i don't know many people other than you and me who <laughs> yeah. have seen it or who yeah. are talking about it which so I, we're here to talk about so it. so we're here to talk about it today because it is genuinely a really interesting story and i could mm -hmm. see why noah wanted to adapt this yes yeah into a film because it plot plays out really cinematically of this airborne toxic event is uh -huh. well one of the main plot points yeah. of the movie kind of talking about armageddon and end times and it felt very much kind of like covid yes uh pandemic-y kind of situation it feels like a timely thing to bring up again and it's set in the 80s and yeah and the set design is so so campy yeah. and and so timely and really beautiful i mean you could you could tell there was netflix money that was oh, for sure put into this for sure production value especially when they're on the highway with the rain and stuff oh like, my gosh and the cars flip and the, yeah just the shots of the the toxic air yes clouds and it's really an interesting concept and i don't think the movie really ever lost me at points yeah. it just takes on a lot of different storylines it almost feels like an anthology within right. one movie just about this family's life I didn't know what to expect from this because the trailer, I was like, oh, well, this just looks fun. But then it doesn't feel like Noah Baumbach to me like no. at all. I don't know what modern director reminds me of, but the whole time it really reminded me of like National Lampoon in a way. Yeah. Especially the part where they're driving and they're like on the waterfall. And yeah, sort and they're, of they're in the river and they're like, is yes. it a waterfall? Yeah. Yeah, it was, oh my gosh. It I felt just like so 80s. Which it takes place in the 80s, but like the style of it felt very 80s family situation comedy. Exactly. Like I, if I did not know, if I had no idea of what this film was at all, I didn't know the director, I didn't know the writer, I didn't know any of the actors. Yeah. I would genuinely believe this was like a, a re-released yes. feature yeah. from the 80s. This was like the lost Spielberg yeah. movie because it so the cinematography and the set design, the, the whole mise-en-scene really just captures an 80s movie to a T, mm -hmm. which was kind of odd like these fam like family at the watch. dinner table sort of thing and yeah and the car scene like i feel like we don't really get those anymore no but it it's weird because you could tell it's such higher resolution and yeah. there's such better technology but it still looks like it should be an older mm -hmm. movie which i think is a credit to noah baumbach and the intense studying he and yeah. his crew must have done in order to make this feel like other hit 80s films but it yeah. didn't feel like him which no. i think it is how he kind of lost some of his magic yeah it it's interesting because i know i when i saw it i went to um there was like a q a after and Noah was saying how, well, Greta was speaking on Noah's behalf saying, I mean, he was there, but she was just kind of <laughs> speaking for him, I guess. But she was saying like how when he was writing it, he was saying like, well, who's going to play Babette? And she was like, well, how about I play Babette? And I, I'm interested what you think because, okay, it did feel very like Noah Baumbach to have Greta in it. 
and and Adam and Driver, I, and Adam like Driver is all over yeah, again, which exactly. makes my heart flutter because that's one of my favorite movies. Yes, so that really made me happy. But I felt like this would be better suited for like Amy Adams. Interesting. I just didn't feel. I think that Greta. I don't know. Like Babette felt like maybe she needed to be a little bit more zany, mm. and Greta feels a little more like internalized. I guess I don't know. Like oh, she, interesting. Because her character is going through this whole arc of like she cheated on her husband right and well so she she's taking she's taking this new medication she's taking this medication such an interesting layer to this yeah like, you, you really think this is like an apocalypse movie but then it's also about like it's also about like like big pharma yes and, yes and over medicating ourselves yeah so Beba is suffering from this anxiety around death and she signs up to be in a clinical trial mm -hmm. for this new drug that's supposed to cure you of this anxiety. And then it turns into this like really shady thing that like she can only get the pills now if she sleeps with yes. the guy who made them and she wears a mask while she does it yeah. because then she's like, that's that like removes me from the situation because she's like ad addicted to these pills and mm -hmm. like she needs them in order to survive and to provide for her family how she thinks she can yeah best it's kind of crazy so i don't i don't know i that's just like such a layer that i did not expect yeah you're like would never expect when, from looking at any trailer yeah and i mean they they blend into each other because the apocalypse kind of like sets off this like oh well are we gonna have long-lasting effects, effects and, and then am i gonna die from it and she you know it's very valid but then the like end of the movie is like wait oh yeah this started at an apocalypse like what because the end is really more so about like her and adam driver's characters and they're in this like what was it like a church yeah this like thing german religious hospital and that's kind of where i i was like okay like it towards the end, I just was like, it wasn't the like fun family situational comedy that I was loving at the beginning. No, it turned it turned into like a weird like questioning, commentary. yeah, questioning our relationship sort of thing. And I was like, oh wait, what? So I don't know. I just I love Greta, so it's so hard to say that because I I love her, but I really think she is better in roles that are like, I mean, yes, this was like written in mind for her, but it's based on a character from a book, right? And like I love her and Frances Ha. I, I I love her. But I like her more as a writer, director, and then if she's an actor, maybe in her own stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. I I really didn't it didn't bother you. I didn't hate her performance as for as much hate she's getting on the internet. Oh oh really? I see I haven't heard anybody talk about this. It okay, so I had seen on Twitter the like only talk I'd heard about white noise on Twitter was how miserable oh everyone thinks she is in this oh. movie. So I was like, uh I kinda went in bracing for the worst yeah. in that aspect, but really I I guess I could see how someone like maybe Amy Adams would be an interesting mm -hmm choice but i didn't i didn't think she was completely wrong for the part like yeah. everyone was saying i don't think she was the the reason that this movie no no no, no no you know soared a number one at the box office yeah. or anything it, yeah it was just a an a very interesting movie i would honestly like to rewatch it 
just because I feel like it is yeah, so jam packed yes. with content and probably like signs and symbols that we don't yeah. recognize the first time around. And I thought it was funny too and and fun. And I'd like to watch this as like a, a movie night with friends or family one night. I think it's a, a great choice. And I wish more people were talking about it in a positive way, but I also wish it was a little different as a film. I don't know what I want from it. Yeah. Maybe just more of the essence of Noah. I feel like he was lost. Yeah, he definitely was lost. I think him reading this, Greta reading, you know, them reading the book and being like, oh, we want to make something of it. Totally. But I feel like it's such a departure from like what people love them for. Yeah. That now the audience for this, like you're either a diehard Greta and Noah fan like us that you'll watch anything that they make. Sci-fi? Yeah. So I feel like it's losing like the people that liked Marriage Story and were like kind of on the train of Noah and Greta. The diehard fans will be there no matter what. And then like sci-fi, they might turn this off after the apocalypse part is done. You know, it's kind of like a weird blend of both. And it's hard because like I think, yeah, I went into it thinking, like, oh, it's the whole apocalypse thing. But then I'm glad that it's not just that. Like, it didn't make it, like, an action kind of movie. It gave it a little bit more layers and depth. I mean, we have this whole thing with this, like, cheating and pills and depression and all this stuff that, you know, added a lot of layers. And there's a lot of fun characters. You have Don Cheadle's character. You have Josie Turner-Smith's character. Um, The kids are great in this. The kids are really great. So there's a lot of really fun moments, but I just think that it's kind of so niche in a way that like yeah. you're kind of blending a audience that usually goes for indie maybe art house dramas and now mixing that with a sci-fi adaptation and I mean it's not like he tried to do Dune or something but right. it's just it's just very different and a little left field yeah, and I, I think that's maybe where this had its downfall. Also, came out around Christmas, and there's been, like we've been saying, so many big things that happened. I yeah. mean, Babylon came out. Avatar Way of the Water came out. I think people were still seeing the new Black Panther. I feel like that was Definitely. still out around Avatar. So it's, yeah, there's a lot of competition. I think this is nice that it was on Netflix, and people had the opportunity to watch it there. It kind of reminds me this came out at the same time as last year with Don't Look Up. yeah. Again, kind of a similar topic. Very similar, made actually. for Netflix. Big director signed on to it. So it's kind of similar in that way. And that also fell short. But I don't want to relate this to Don't Look Up because this, this was so much better than yeah, Don't Look Up in Yeah, this is very different. Yeah. But I think it's hard because I feel like Netflix is, like, trying to make these, like, they're trying to blend, like, a Top Gun and a Tar. Like, I feel like they're trying yeah. to find a middle ground between, like, no, it can be big budget action but still have heart and meaning. And that's what they kind of did with Don't Look Up. And then there was like, okay, so you put like huge names from like drama. I mean, you have like Leonardo DiCaprio, Timothy Chalamet. I mean, who wasn't in that? Wasn't Charlize Theron in it? Yeah. Yeah, like everybody was Um, in that. Like Tyler Perry was in it for a hot second. Yeah. And like, it was great. But then it just was like a mix of like weird. Jonah Hill, wasn't he? I think, I think so. Yeah, was it? No, maybe. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Meryl Streep. Oh, my God. Who wasn't in that movie? Yeah, Meryl Streep yeah. and Ariana Grande. Yeah. Kid Cudi. Oh, yeah. my God. Way too many people. But, it, again, it's, like, one of those things where I feel like Netflix has so much money. And, clearly, they've made a deal with Noah to do this, to do Marriage Story. You know, they've worked with Martin Scorsese. They can work with whoever they want because they have a lot of money. And they yep. can fund all these projects. But then it's almost, like, not – it's just not hitting the right audience, I think. Yeah. It doesn't know where it lives. It doesn't live at, you know, the Angelica necessarily, but it no. doesn't live in Regal. So it's like what, what you know, it's it's not going to play at my hometown movie theater, but it's, it's yeah. just Yeah, and then it's like what, what streaming platform would it even have ended up on if it wasn't Netflix. a Netflix? Yeah, no, you exactly. Know, like who would have, I don't know. I, I love Noah. I love Greta. Mm-hmm. I love Adam. I love when all three of them work together. Yeah. So I feel like I have a loyal obligation to stand by this movie because it is still fun. And again, like I said earlier, watch this with a bunch of people, um, have a pizza party, have some popcorn, put your PJs on, and I think it would be really fun. It's not something you're going to regret seeing, but it's also not a must see. I totally agree. And on that note, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Cinema Chicks and on TikTok at Cinema Chicks. And if you want to be friends, you can follow me on Instagram at Madeline Daisy Rancourt and on Letterboxd at Madeline Daisy. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Hope Johansson and on Letterboxd at HJoha. And before we end today, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Treating a real cataclysmic event as a simulation evacuation. Grocery store flash mobs reminiscent of Fantastic Mr. Fox. And Greta Gerwig's hair. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad we had that talk. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.